Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Club. This is the place everyday real estate investors gather to share their best stories, biggest insights, and favorite tactics to grow a portfolio of cash-flowing properties in today's market. Here's your host, Gabe Peterson. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today, we have Daniel Martinez with us. Daniel is from Hive Mind CRM. He is an investor, a truck driver, turned investor, turned software owner. So he's been, been there, done that. I'm super excited to have him on. Daniel, thanks for showing up. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. I, I love doing these and I appreciate uh, the time that you give to do this and produce content for the community. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I told you before we hopped on here, we'd like to start with stories. I know you got a good one because it starts with the truck driver. So why don't you take us back to the beginning? How'd you get started in real estate? Sure, sure. So uh, I was about five. No, I actually, actually just load trucks. I used to be a four-wheel driver. Um, I, I grew up in Chicago land area. Never wanted to drive trucks just because of snow out there. So I'm like, eh, what happens? And then I moved into Atlanta and Atlanta doesn't get snow. So I'm like, yeah, I could truck drive down here. That seems a little interesting. So... I did. I did truck driving for two years. Actually, my first entrepreneurship journey was into truck driving or uh, truck trucking company. So I did truck driving, started a trucking company, did that for two years, and then pivoted into real estate, and then fell into other things after that. But entrepreneurship entrepreneurship journey is really crazy, and you just kind of take paths as as they come to you. Yeah, yeah. It sounds uh, so. You started as a truck driver, and then you started a trucking business. Yes. Gotcha. Is that where you hired, um, you know, individual tr truckers underneath you, or? Yeah. yeah, I got up to five trucks at one point. I think we generated half a million dollars revenue in two years. It's pretty crazy. And then, uh, and then, gas prices went up, right? Well, I'm, well, it's, it's the crazy thing about trucking is that um, gas prices have gone up and the rates haven't gone up with it, so people are ah. in a tighter. That's not the only reason why I left trucking in general. The margins closed down really quick mm. and we got business. So. That's, yeah. where I got the, that's where I got in real estate. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, margins are a huge thing. You know, I do, I also run a side business in, uh, you know, drop kit e commerce, and the yeah. margins are razor thin. And uh, that kind of business, you really got to watch out because uh, you can definitely go under. Uh, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about real estate, though. So, truck driver. And then how did you get into actually real estate itself? Um, it was out of necessity, man. I was I was trying to pivot out of trucking, and I started learning about uh, real estate investor agent, all that stuff. And I'm like, I learned about wholesaling, and then I uh, ended up uh, started doing PPC marketing while I was still doing truck driving. Mm. Learned all the stuff through YouTube and podcasting about real estate as much as I could, so you kind of actually have to do it. Um, contracted a few properties, ended up getting one in Florida, a land lot, and. Uh, Wholesaled, I got in a contract for 5000 sold it for 12 and two days on Facebook Marketplace. That's how I got into real estate. And now all we do is uh, we do a lot of land right now currently. So I still stuck to what my first deal was. And we do a lot of uh, large acre lands. Uh, cool, land. man. I love it. And, and um, so you guys, you know, land is something unique. It's not, it's a, it's a very niche market, um, but I love it because there's, they're not making more of it. And uh, it it's, can be very lucrative, especially when you're looking at, um, looking in the path of development, when it comes to identifying or sourcing your deals, um, do you guys still do PPC or have you kind of branched out into direct mail, other stuff? No, we do uh, mostly PPC and texting. 
Um, we get referrals for deals all the time because we, we are uh, mostly in Texas. Mm. Uh, we mostly do deals in Texas, so we do uh, trouble, trouble title, airships, um, percentage of property, and all that stuff. We do a lot of that uh, cleanup work, the title work. So we usually get a lot of some referrals for those, but mostly we're doing PPC and texting. Gotcha. I've, uh, you know, I did PPC a while ago. I still do it for my self-storage facilities just to get tenants. But um, when it comes to running PPC campaigns to generate real estate leads, I've found it can be extremely expensive. Is that, uh, do you guys do just residential or do you do residential and commercial? And is it still, you know, $30 per click or something like that? Oh yeah, it definitely is, man. Um, we actually we're actually running PPC for clients. It's one of our newer products that we're releasing. It's called uh, Hive Leads, HiveLeads.io. But um, we're essentially launching PPCs, whatever market you're trying to do. Our goal is to eventually pivot into like a pay per lead basis, mm. where you pay leads and you get leads instantly delivered. Because PPC, they're really hot as hot as they're going to get is when they first come in. So you need to yeah. be able to hit those leads immediately as soon as they come in. So we're trying to formulate a model around instant PPC deliverable leads. Nice. Yeah. And that is the thing when it comes to, uh, especially on the residential side, is time is of the essence. If you don't get it out the door, then it is a dead lead. Um, so what is your guys' turnaround time for, you know, click to uh, to disposition? Um, it depends on the property. Um, when you're doing PPC, you're going to get like really, really hot deals. And you're going to get really like... Uh, we had a client that got a lead yesterday and it was just somebody they said it was the right person, right information, but somebody is submitting their information online to kind of spam him. <laughs> and like stuff like that happens with PPC. Like you're going to get, you're going to get really good leads. You're going to get like not even leads at all. And then you'll get like a really hot lead. So um, we've actually, we got, I think we got two, two properties under contract last week, just from our PPC that we're running. Um, but it's one of those things where like it, it varies. Like, so we like targeting land. Um, we've gotten some really good luck with doing uh, PPC land. Um, we've done over six figures over the last three years, multiple times just off PPC, off of one little lead that comes in. So it's definitely profitable. You just got to keep it up and running. Yeah. Yep. For sure. And do you guys uh, constantly go in there and update your PPC campaigns or do you just, you know, make sure they're optimized from the get go and then kind of set it and forget it? Um, we're always tweaking it based off of keywords and stuff like that. So you always have to have somebody on it. So we have a person in house that's really good at PPC that kind of like we already, we already have the knowledge base, but we, it was better to bring in somebody that has more experience with it and they help us optimize our PPC campaign to make sure we're always getting the best results possible. Cause it is, it varies Google, the Google algorithm changes every once in a while. So you have to adapt and change your, your, um, website. It might be your, your keywords, all that stuff is all goes into it. it can be a little complicated <laughs> yeah there's a lot to digital digital marketing that's for sure um so when you submitted your form online for this interview you put the title as automation before delegation um the big thing now is who not how it's it's hiring and letting them go so this is kind of it runs contrary to that wisdom so why did you say automation before delegation so um I part of our soft we have a software called Hivemind. Um, a lot of people they they want to delegate every every is like every previous was like delegation, delegation, delegation. Well, a lot of things can be outsourced and sometimes even automated where you don't have to delegate it at all. You might just have to have overseeing or you can set up automation to notify you when certain things happen. So it's one of those things where like you can really 
get a better handle of your business, no matter what business you're in. We use it for real estate. We use it for data company. We use it for a lot of different things, but it's one of those things where like, if you can control a lot of those features through automation, you can really expand and amplify your work or your team's work that they're actually doing. Makes sense to me. Um, so on, you know, speaking through the, the, your whole land business, um, or just any real estate business, what is, well, I guess, what are the top few processes that you feel benefit the most from automation? Um, the best, one of the best things is just like instant deliverability and transparency. Um, it helps with so many things like PPC leads instantly text email acquisition team is notified there's a group message hey who's going to cover this lead like there's instant transparency pushed out to everybody that's in there um we have an app and uh text email notifications so it's one of those things where like everybody's on the same page and you can really control um a lot of like i sent out seven hundred and fifty thousand emails last week last month on automation wow that's a lot <laughs> I, like it Typing that out would be ridiculous. So it's one of those things where like you can really automate your outreach in a lot of different ways, no matter what what type of marketing you're doing. That makes sense. So you're just talking about um, you're talking mostly about marketing, uh, automating your marketing, and not automating, you know, operations, um, anything on the the property management side. But you're really looking at it through the lens of getting leads, um, getting those leads taken care of, that kind of thing. I mean, you can operate, you can, uh, you can automate the backend process too. So like when property goes into contract, the send, if you have your information filled that property, you can send it to DocuSign. It's an auto, auto pre-fill, just verify the information. And you're, or if you hit underwriting, you have an underwriting person that underwrites those properties. Hey, do step one to five, make sure they're all done and then put the information into the CRM. So it doesn't really matter what you're doing. You can always build a process around that and build SOPs. All a business is, is SOPs. That's all a business is. Doesn't matter what type of business it is, if you can understand the process and what it takes to actually do that business, just build SOPs around that and you have a business. Perfect. Yeah. And SOP means standard operating procedure. Um, and so what you're saying is just it's all you can break every business process down into a certain number of steps. Um, and those yeah. steps can be can be put into, well, mostly can be put into software systems. You know, humans do have to jump in there at some point. Yeah, and that's where you work together. You work together with the system to make sure you're operating as efficiently as possible. Yep, yep, makes sense to me. All right, well, I checked the clock. We did pass through our time, so it's time to jump into the quick question round. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's do it. Starts with books or any form of education. This uh, I'm a big bookie, so give me two recommendations, one for general life wisdom and one for real estate specific. Uh, general life wisdom. I like traction and I am not a bookie by no, by no means. Um, I'm, I struggle reading books. Uh, traction was a good one. And then, uh, the one I read recently was a hundred million offers by Horms, Hormozy, Alex Hormozy. Um, those are two really great books. Traction really gives you like an understanding of like what you should find in a partner, whether you hire them or partner with them. And a lot of those are, you really need that other aspect, whether you're a visionary or a integrator, you always need the other aspects to, to fulfill those needs because you can't do it all yourself. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, that's interesting. So he kind of broke it down into two, um, two buckets, one person being the visionary, one person being the, you know, get shit done kind of guy, right? That's it. Interesting. I love it. 
All right, moving on. This one is for your younger self. So if you could go back to the Daniel who had no experience in real estate, he was still uh, you know, running that trucking business. If you can go back to him, look him in the eye, give him one piece of advice moving forward. Um, it always takes more work than you think it does. A lot That's of people true. a lot of people think that I'm doing all I can to get a deal. And this is what I thought when I first started. I'm doing all I can to do a deal. Honestly, what it takes to do real estate, you need to do more. Whatever you think is enough, you need to do more. And that's just the honest truth. And I didn't understand that when I first started. And it's always going to take more, more time, more more automation, more, more everything just to get that first deal or even consistent deals because like, you can get stuck in a rut and it's really easy to do that. And it's just, you got you to do more. Yeah, that is uh, that's good advice. And I still remember the first time when when that truth kind of, uh, you know, when I realized that that was a truth. And it was when we were working with someone who was much, you know, much more advanced than we were. Um, we were just starting out in in the commercial side. And we, you know, we looked for debt in the in in the past, probably called five, 10 people looking to find somebody who would, you know, put debt on a property. Um, and then this guy that we were working with, who we were going to wholesale this commercial property to, I looked at his uh, checklist for because he was reaching out to debt for this property that he was going to buy. And they had reached out to over 70 different banks. And I was like, holy shit, you really got to put a lot more effort into things than I think. Um, so that is good advice. I like, uh, like that you said that. Moving on, this one is for... Let's check it. I lost my spot. All right. This is a good one for you um, because you run a tool. So I'm, I think I know what you're going to say here, but give me one um, tool that you're, you could not live without in your business. Um, I, and like it's, it's, it's really biased. It's really biased. Hive mind. But like literally I'm telling you, I oper- I run and operate four different businesses from this one software. And it's really changed my life because like what's really out there is like Podio. Everybody's like, Everybody's heard of Podio or used Podio at some point, and it's just like terrible, terrible, terrible process. It's really archaic, and it's a pain in the butt. Like with some, you need to get something that you, no matter what it is, if it's HiveMind or some other software, get something that you can go in there, utilize, understand how to utilize it. That way, you can amplify your your results, whatever you do, whenever you are working, whatever that is, whether it's any other software out there, whatever, whatever you like. Find something to help you amplify your work that you're doing. Perfect, man. I love that. And yeah, I, I got started with Podio. No, I'm not throwing any shade to Podio because it is free and free is always good when you're just getting started out. But, but um, it's, it's, only, definitely... it's only free to a certain point. Once you actually start doing something, they start charging you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you start putting a lot of volume through it, they'll definitely, definitely start charging you. Um, all right, moving on. This one is for the United States. You guys are into land. Uh, so there's a lot of land out there, a lot of opportunity to buy, uh, to do some deals. So give me one Metro, one MSA that you are most excited about investing in today. Um, Texas and Florida, Texas and Florida are really, really hot markets, uh, when it comes to land, just because Florida, Florida, they subdivide little tiny lots. You know, there's thousands of little tiny lots all over Florida. You can get a really good deal on. Most of the time they inherited them or bought them really cheap and they're just willing to take a, a cash offer. A um, lot of opportunity in Florida. Texas, because if you subdivide lots into 10 acres or more, you don't have to go through the county. You just need a survey done. Um, and you can create a lot of opportunity there. Hmm. So, uh, That's interesting. I didn't know, know that about Texas. Um, I own three properties in Texas, but... Uh... 
that's cool to know about the the subdivision there. All right, and that um moves that moves us on to the last question, and this one's for the listeners. You've given us a lot of good advice, so give um let everyone know the best way for to reach out to you and get in contact. So you can actually text me at 210-972-1842, 210-972-1842. Uh, we have a dollar course. It's how to make six figures on one land deal. We've done it five times already. Um, so we kind of provide information of how we did those deals um, and how we're doing more of those in the future. Um, we actually have a podcast, Hive With Us podcast on all platforms. Uh, we're on YouTube. Uh, just search Hive Mind CRM on every platform out there and we are there, guaranteed. Even Pinterest. Even Pinterest. I love it. All right. Well, that wraps it up. David, Daniel, thank you very much for hopping on the show. No problem. Thank you for your time. Definitely go check us out. Have a good day. All right. And for everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason we do this. So if you have any questions whatsoever, reach out to me, Gabe, with realestateinvestingclub.com. Other than that, hope you have a great week. Keep rocking real estate and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, Go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.